This is the Podcast Chef Podcast, and I'm going to give it to you straight. 17 years in the food service industry taught me a thing or two. Now, this podcast is all killer, no filler, and absolutely no BS. Gobble, gobble, you sons of bitches. This is the Podcast Chef Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Turkey Podcast. Thanksgiving is right around the corner, and I do have to say myself, uh, I cook a mean bird, and I have the process down pat, and I've been around these birds for quite some time, cooked many of them, and I'm glad to help. But before we can do this, we have to talk about my sponsors and affiliates. I would like you to go to my link tree. It's attached to this podcast and all of my social media. It's things that I personally use and recommend, and it goes right to Amazon, and the podcast gets a little chunk, which is nice. And uh, that's it. So here's my sponsors and affiliates. Make sure to visit my website, the Podcast Chef Podcast. Dot com. It's full of things that will give you joy and promo codes. And who doesn't love a good promo code? All right, everybody. This is the part of the podcast where I try to make a couple bucks. So pull up a fucking seat and let me tell you about On It. The human body is an instrument that we play to achieve greatness, and optimizing it for peak performance requires the proper nutrition, fitness, and supplementation. Supplementation. There we go. On it provides these foundations to support your human journey. What does this mean? Well, let me tell you. If you are looking for a guide to get back on the road to a healthier you, then go to onit.com. You will find workout gear, healthy foods, supplements, and so much more. All of the products have only top-tier ingredients and are made with your health in mind. Use the promo code SHOWTIME for 10% off supplements and nutritional products. All right, and let's keep this party rolling with Nice Ride. Since 2013, Nice Ride has set out to promote a lifestyle that emphasizes the three most important aspects of our lives, family, friends, and most importantly, fun. Nice Ride is proud to be your one-stop shop for trendy, comfortable California lifestyle apparel. They specialize in a wide variety of apparel, including embroidered hats and caps, coolers, tumblers, outerwear, and men's, women's, and children's clothing. All of Nice Ride's lifestyle apparel is made in the USA, and they offer free USA ground shipping to all of the customers in the USA. And for Christ's sakes, use the promo code SHOWTIME for 10% off.
Now it's time to talk turkey. We're going to talk some turkey today. I don't care what size turkey that you're buying. I don't care if it's a 20 pound. I don't care if it's 14 pound. It all comes down to temperature, okay? So don't worry about the size of your turkey because it's really not that important. So now we're going to go through the process from the very beginning to the very end. We're going to start with unwrapping your turkey. Your turkey is going to come wrapped up in some sort of plastic. Take that off. All right, and you're gonna find that there's a lot of juices. So do this in the sink and get rid of all the blood and all the funny stuff that comes with it. Now, there's two schools of thought. Some people say never rinse your turkey, and some people say get everything clean. Um, you can do whatever you want. I wash my turkey, okay? I hit it with the water. I don't scrub it or anything. I just wash off the blood, and then I pat it dry, okay? That's very important because you don't want to start with a wet turkey because that turkey is going to steam when you cook it, and it's really not going to get crisp. Now, your turkey is going to come with all kinds of funny stuff in it. Sometimes there's a neck, maybe a kidney, maybe some hearts. You got to get in that cavity and pull all that stuff out. And if you want to make gravy with it later, that's all on you. So your turkey is now dry. You've cleaned it, you've washed it, and you patted it dry. And now it's ready to be seasoned, okay? So what do you do? Do you brine it? Do you wet brine it? Do you dry brine it? Do you know what any of these things are? You can simply salt and pepper this motherfucker and it'll turn out fantastic, okay? So don't think you gotta get crazy if this is one of your first turkeys. Let's say you're making a dry rub. You can buy it, you can make it. Whatever you do, that's, in, that's up to you. But one thing you gotta do is give it an even coat of whatever that is. Barbecue seasoning, salt and pepper, whatever crazy mixture you make up. All you gotta do is season it up high so it falls down and you get even distribution that's very important you want to lift up the armpits and get them get that thing lift up the wings flip that bird up and get both sides you want to season every part of the bird because frankly there's a lot of flavor and you need it now when i cook a bird it's going to be in a roasting pan and it comes with a rack they come in all shapes and sizes but i like to season my bird while it's in the roasting pan okay you're not gonna mess up a lot of stuff so put it in the rack and then put the rack in the roasting pan and then flip the bird upside down and then whatever you're putting on it put it on it and then flip it over breast side up and then season that part and now the whole bird is seasoned if you're doing a dry rub if you're not doing a dry rub and you're doing some wet marinade in a brine bag this obviously doesn't apply so your dry rub has been applied and really honestly that's just going to get the skin it's not going to get the inside the meat's not going to be benefited by that it's just going to be outside seasoning so what you have to do is make something that you can put on the meat directly so you're going to pull up the skin on the breast you're going to pull up the skin on the legs and you're going to put something underneath there now there's a few schools of thought on this one as well you can go compound butter you can go straight butter or you can do what I do and I use olive oil and I put garlic and herbs in it. So let's say you wanted to make a compound butter, okay? Uh, what I do is I put garlic, I put rosemary, I put thyme, and I think I put sage. Yeah, I put sage, that's it. So it's like your poultry mixture. You can buy them in little packages. At your store it says poultry seasoning mix or some shit like that, but they're all fresh herbs and fresh garlic. And I just chop them up, I mix them together with a bunch of olive oil and I rub it all over. That's what I do. And then I put salt and pepper on it. And the key for me 
is to leave it rest overnight. And the whole fridge smells like garlic and herbs and it's fantastic. So whatever direction you choose to take, whether you go compound butter or you go oil-based, you want to make sure you get it up underneath the skin and you get it on the meat directly because that's going to penetrate the meat and you're going to get a lot of flavor from that. If you want to get really crazy, you can inject. Now you can do all kinds of stuff with injections. You can just use chicken stock. You can use turkey stock. You can make a compound butter and put seasoning in it and then jam that fucker in there. It's just a needle and a... Uh, an injector, that's all it is, it's a needle. You put stuff in the fucking pipe and you push it and it goes right in and it goes directly into the meat and you just keep doing it. And you keep fucking injecting stuff until you can't inject any more flavor. And some people swear by it. I'm not gonna lie to you, I haven't tried injecting. I'm not above it, I just haven't got around to doing it because when my turkeys come out, I haven't had any issues and they're fantastic and people want me to do the same thing every year. It's a very simple process and it's not, not a lot of fuss. All right, your turkey's washed, it's clean, it's seasoned on the outside and it's seasoned under the skin. So what's next? Let's talk stuffing. You got that big old cavity in this bird and a lot of people stuff it with garlic and onions and citrus and all kinds of good stuff herbs so you can go that route and if you don't want to stuff it you don't have to but I do suggest you put some seasoning in there because what happens when you season or stuff it that stuff cooks and it permeates and it goes from the inside of the bird into the the inside -er -er of the bird it goes into the meat so you're already in the bird that stuff's cooking and that flavor has to go somewhere and it just aromatically goes into the bird and it enhances your food so our next step would be to trust you can trust your bird or not trust your bird i suggest you do a lot of times they come with the little plastic pieces that are holding the legs together i like to take the plastic off because i'm just not happy about cooking plastic on my bird um, and then I like to use butcher's twine and tie the legs together. So this whole process is happening in my pan that I'm cooking it in, right? So there's not a lot of crazy things happening. Not a lot of stuff is getting messed up. So it's been stuffed, it's been seasoned, uh, and now it's still in my pan and I'm gonna truss it. I'm gonna just take some butcher's twine. I'm gonna take the two turkey legs and I'm gonna tie them together, right? That way they're not flopping around. And then another thing that you wanna do is you wanna take those turkey wings and you wanna tuck them underneath the bird. So the very tips of the wings are sitting underneath the bird and it holds it down. Because what's gonna happen is those wings are just gonna flop open, you're gonna have armpit all over the place and it's gonna wind up burning. So you wanna tuck them in there real nice. Okay, so let's say you don't wanna use the roasting pan, you're tired of using it and you wanna try something new, well I got something for you. There is a new contraption out there that I found. It's called a turkey hanger. And basically what goes on is uh, the breast meat is notorious for being dry. So that's why people put butter and oil and put the flavor on it because it just sits on top and it gets baked and it gets dry because there's not a lot of fat in it. So this thing, you can hang the turkey upside down and the breasts are now on the bottom and all the juice is dripping down towards the breast. So, it says you can take, I haven't used it, but I thought it was a great idea, and I'm gonna put it on my link tree, and you can uh, try it out, it's on Amazon. If you don't know what a link tree is, it is a link to Amazon with things that I personally recommend. So on this podcast, on all my social media, I have the link, just click on it, it'll give you a list, and it's at the top, it says turkey hanger. 
and uh, you can hang your turkey upside down and pray to the gods that uh, the juices go straight to the breasts and keep them moist. Now your bird is sitting in a rack and your rack is sitting in a roasting pan, right? Not a lot of stuff going up underneath that bird. But what you wanna do is make a bed of flavor, right? So I put olive oil in mine, I put carrots, celery, onion, and garlic, and if I have fresh herbs, I'll put those herbs in there, but you wanna use the hearty ones like thyme and rosemary, because it's gonna be cooking for a while and uh, they're sturdy and they can hold up to the heat and the cooking process. So now you're gonna have all these chicken drippings dripping down in there, it's gonna be fantastic. You're gonna put about two cups of chicken stock in there as well to get the party started. And it steams and it just helps things out. So if you're gonna make gravy, this is a great way to get extra flavor in your gravy. So this bad boy is prepped and it's ready to cook. We're gonna cook it in the oven at 350 degrees. That's what I've always done and it always works out great. 350 degrees and you want to cook it by temperature, not time. So don't ask me how long it's going to take because I have a thermometer, okay? And I put it in the thickest part of the bird because when the thickest part of the bird is cooked, you know everything else is done. So that thermometer goes between the, the leg and the, uh, so you're going to take the thigh and you're going to go behind the thigh and the bird itself. And that is the thickest part. That's the part that takes the longest to cook. So, you know, when that one's done, you're good to go. So get your thermometer from wherever you get it. it make sure it's hardcore and it can take the heat. I got mine at Home Depot. I think it was $20 or something like that. But I use it all the time. You can use the little digital ones, the meters or the knockoff brands or whatever you have. I have one on my link tree if you want to go check it out. Pretty cool stuff. It hooks up to your phone. It's all Bluetooth and fancy. And that would work as well. I use one of those old school roasting pans that every grandmother had. It's blue, it's an oval, and it's got a lid. And whenever it gets brown, I put the lid on it to keep it from getting browner when it reaches that color that I want. So i am always got an eyeball on it. So what you want to do is make sure that uh, you don't overcook it or burn it, right? Because the top is going to be exposed. And there's a couple schools of thought on this one as well. Uh, some people will cook it at 325 degrees until it, uh, it gets to a certain temperature and you know you got about an hour left. And that last hour, they crank up the heat and that is what gets it crispy and brown. And they'll crank it up to 350, possibly 375 or somewhere in between there. So sometimes you do have to use time if you know that you know you got an hour left and you gotta get this thing crispy, so you crank up the heat. I don't do that. I get it crispy first and then I let it sit and it always comes out nice. Another key note is to take your turkey and let it rest and get room temperature. You never want to cook any hunk of meat that is cold. You don't want to put it on the grill. You don't want to put it in the smoker. You don't want to put it in the oven. If it's cold, you want to put it in at room temperature. That way it doesn't have to come up the temperature to get cooking. Your bird has been cooking and it's done. It is at 160 degrees. Now 165 degrees is what you're shooting for because that kills all salmonella, right? But 160 degrees is what you're going to pull it out. You're going to keep it covered in a warm environment and that temperature is going to carry over cook just like you would have a steak. You're going to pull it off early, you're going to let it rest, and it's going to come up to the temperature that you want. If you pull it off at the temperature that you want, like 165, it's still going to go up. It's going to go up another 5, possibly 10 degrees, and you're going to have an overcooked uh, possibly dry bird. And we're going to avoid that by pulling it off 5 degrees early. 
and let it rest in a warm environment and get on with your mashed potatoes, start making your stuffing, don't even worry about the turkey because that shit's done. So we know the turkey's good to go, but we need gravy. And if you're gonna make gravy, use the drippings, okay? So take your turkey out of the rack, get it ready to carve, and now you've got carrots, celery, and onions sitting in the bottom. You can take those carrots, celery, and onions, take them out, and just serve them because they're good they got lots of flavor and then you're going to have the bottom of your roasting pan it's going to have all kinds of bits and goodness sticking to it and that's what you're going to use to make your gravy in now there's going to be some juices in there and you want to save those juices so if you have a fat separator which is something you can get on amazon for super cheap it's just a pitcher and it's got the spouts all the way at the bottom as opposed to the top and if you take your, your drippings and put them in the separator, the fat will rise to the top because that's what fat does. And then when you pour it out, it's pouring from the bottom, not the top. So the fat never gets a chance to come out and you don't have a bunch of fattiness, okay, in your gravy. Genius, goddamn genius. So when you're making gravy, it's nothing more than fat, flour, and broth, okay? So basically, there's two schools of thought on this one as well. You can make a roux or you can make a slurry. And a roux is equal parts fat and flour, okay? A lot of people use butter and that's uh, gonna taste great. So let's say we're using butter. You can use olive oil, you can use whatever. Uh, get your pan with your roasting uh, bits in it, put it over the stove and turn the heat on low. And then you're gonna put flour and butter, equal parts. You don't need a whole lot. You just need enough to bind it together and thicken up whatever gravy you have. So maybe, I don't know, fucking couple tablespoons of flour and a couple tablespoons of butter and then you're gonna mix it together and what's gonna happen to your roux is it's gonna combine in a ball and it's going to start cooking and you want to keep moving it and once it starts smelling like it's nutty and there's no raw flavor because what you can do is smell the flour if it smells raw you don't want that you want to cook that out so once it starts smelling like a little bit nutty that's when it's go time and you want to take either chicken stock or your uh, drippings from your turkey that are in your fat separator and start dumping it in there but you want to make sure that the it's warm so if you got chicken stock you want to make sure that you get it up to room temperature at the very least you just don't want it cold because it's going to make your roux clump and then it's got what everyone calls roux balls and then you got these little balls that you got to whisk out so have room temperature or warm uh, chicken stock or turkey stock and put it in there and start whisking and get to whisking and you're going to see everything come together and it's going to get nice and thick now you can just do it another way with your slurry which is a mixture that you will combine beforehand in a, a cup or a bowl and it's going to be two tablespoons of cornstarch and two tablespoons of stock like chicken stock and you combine these and you whisk it together and then you bring your turkey stock in your pan and you start getting that up to a boil and as that's coming up the temperature take your whisk and start whisking all those bits and those delicious parts and make them separate from the pan this is called deglazing whenever you have something on your pan and you put liquid in it and then you start scraping all that stuff off the bottom because of the liquid it comes off that's called deglazing and that's what you're doing so once your liquid comes up the temperature and it starts bubbling a little bit, start adding your slurry a little bit at a time. And then you're gonna see it come together and it starts becoming thicker and it becomes gravy. And whenever you reach that desired thickness, you're done. 
All you gotta do is put some salt and some pepper, season your gravy, and you're good to go. So that's it, fucking turkey dinner. Not too hard. It's a lot of stuff I just said, but once you do it, you're going to realize it's not that big of a deal. So let's recap one more time. We're going to prep the turkey. You may want to wash it. You may not want to wash it. I wash mine because I don't want blood and shit all over my stuff. Make sure that you take all the stuff out of the uh, inside and pat it dry so it's nice and dry. Now you want to season it. You can brine it, you can inject it, you can dry rub it. Just make sure that you get it all over the bird and underneath the skin so you get fucking contact with the meat. Now the next thing is to stuff it. You don't have to stuff it, but if you're gonna stuff it, stuff that bitch full of things that are aromatic and taste delicious and make sense to uh, the flavor profile that you're doing on your chicken. Now it's time to truss it. Make sure you truss those legs together. Just tie them together, you don't have to be fancy. And then tuck the wings underneath so they don't burn. Now we're going to cook it. I like to cook mine at 350 degrees until it reaches 160 degrees internal temperature. And then I pull it out and I let it rest for an hour or two and it comes out fantastic. And then it's gravy time. If you want to make gravy, make your gravy. Use a roux, use a slurry, but whatever you do, don't be afraid to make a fucking turkey. You know what? Go buy a turkey uh, or you can buy uh, a whole chicken and practice on that. It's the exact same thing, just smaller. Practice makes perfect. Now, I'm gonna take you out with a band that you may or may not know. These guys, uh, they've been around for a little bit. Uh, they're called Hollywood Undead. This song is California Dreamin'. This has been a great podcast. I'm glad I could do this for you. A lot of people have questions about cooking a bird and I uh, figured I would do my due diligence. Uh, follow me on TikTok, follow me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram. And I think that's it. I don't have any more. Uh, I have a YouTube channel. It's called The Podcast Chef. Go uh, check out some videos. I even think I have a turkey video on it. I'm not sure. But I will make one if I don't. Here we go. Hollywood Undead. <laughs>